0: So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoted for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Muscal and Andrew Scott. Hello all of you beautiful people, Jules here for WhatCulture.com, and this is the thing, I do love me a good trailer for a film, it gets me hyped up, it gets all of my anticipations going, but unfortunately they can sometimes be a little bit misleading. Containing footage that isn't even in the film, stitching together scenes to make a totally unrelated tone, and obviously might just give away a lot of the plot points. So let's try and fix this with some simple rules that if studios adhered to, might mean that trailers are more honest, and therefore better overall. With this in mind, I'm Jules, this is of WhatCulture.com, and these are eight simple fixes that would make movie trailers awesome again. Number eight, stop using footage that you know won't be in the movie. Now, it's become an increasingly common trait that trailers for big movies contain copious amounts of footage that isn't actually in the finished film. And while it's maybe not as bad as giving away things that are in the movie, it can lead to expectations that can never be matched and twists that once appeared to be solid marketing campaigns into utter con jobs. Now, you kind of know on paper what, Why this happens, as movie trailers are now released so far in advance that the movie is nowhere near finished when the teaser's hit. With special effects shot in progress and the final edit still uncertain, it means that they have to cobble together something. But then you end up with trailers like The Force Awakens, and pretty much every moment from the trailers featuring the character of Maz was cut completely. And that shot of her passing layer, a lightsaber, was probably still intended to be in the movie when it was shown in the second teaser, but in the end, because it was removed, it's a targeted misdirection, and when you get down to it, was it really... necessary for a film as anticipated as that to include sequences that weren't going to be in the final product at all. So rule of thumb, stop doing it, you naughty. Number seven, don't release them a year plus in advance. Okay, so maybe this one is a little bit hypocritical as we absolutely love tearing apart trailers for every bit of juicy detail that we can find, but I would be lying if I said that it's not getting a little bit ridiculous at this point in time. Take for example Batman vs Superman's first trailer, which was released 11 months in advance of the movie. The force Awakens teaser hit in November 2014 which was 13 months ahead of that film and Suicide Squad's first look was the same distance, 13 months, hitting in July 2015 ahead of an August 2016 release and it gets worse when you think about episode 8's announcement trailer that was still 2 years in advance of the final film. And the problem with this is that it completely skews a movie's lifespan, meaning that a film spends more time getting massive levels of hype than it ever will from its cinematic run and opens doors for more and more trailers to be released down the line. And of course, the more trailers there are for a film, the more things get spoiled, the more scenes that aren't in the final film get included, and overall, you end up with a tonal mess that cannot be matched by the final product. And you know what's worse? Is that media outlets are actually treating people who don't abide by this terrible rule as being a detriment to the industry. For example, Captain America's Civil Wars trailer didn't arrive until November 2015, and that was six months ahead of its final release. And that was lambasted as being late, what are people on about? Number six, maybe just stop doing teaser trailers. I mean, seriously, who actually likes teasers for teasers? Has anybody ever sat through one of the 10 second clips and either felt more hyped for a movie than they were before or as satisfied as they would be waiting two more days for a proper trailer? The only example that I can think that actually gets away with it is maybe Ant-Man that had a tiny ant-sized tease that was as cheeky as the film was, but for the most part, it's simply a cynical extension of trailer hype. The fact that we're even getting trailers for trailers is utter bizarre And I get the distinct impression that studios don't really know what they're doing with teaser teasers, to the point where they're just releasing them merely as a manner of course. They've got an idea of what they want, but it's not been developed beyond a sort of like TikTok experience. And it's so ridiculous as to what people qualify as being worthy of a teaser teaser. I mean, for God's sake, The Huntsman's Winter War, a movie that not even Chris Hemsworth himself could give a shit about, got one. And do they really think that a split second of Emily Blunt as Elsa really changes that? What's the point? Number five, don't ruin the resolution of even minor beats. So the primary role of a trailer is to sell the movie, and the best way to do that is to tease some of the big events while leaving enough unseen to make the viewer want to buy a ticket. It's like, here's an enticing setup for free, but you'll have to pay to see how it's resolved. That is pretty simple, right? Well, somebody needs to tell the people making blockbuster trailers, because for them, the rule doesn't seem to apply. For example, seeing Paul Walker run up from a falling bus and make the leap off the edge of a cliff is an exhilarating promise of what you get in the movie, but seeing Paul Walker run up a falling bus and making the leap off the edge Of the cliff, then catching Michelle Rodriguez's car and getting back into the ground safely is pretty cool, but it means that there's nothing more to get out of that scene when you watch the movie for real. At some point, it was decided that you could just carte blanche spell out an action sequence across multiple trailers without anybody really considering that what you're doing over the course of a marketing campaign is systematically removing even the smallest surprise. Good going. Number four we should agree that no more presenting of dreams as being reality. How are the Avengers going to repair Captain America's shield? What is Luke doing with R2-D2? How is Batman going to get out of this post-apocalyptic landscape? Well, these were some of the biggest questions for trailers, for some of the biggest films that were going at the time. Moments that are exciting when you first see them and can form the crux of speculation about what the movie's going to entail. But after you've seen the movie, these sections feel utterly hollow, because you realise that it was just somebody's dream and just ceases to be important, and the scene is removed from the internal logic of the world of the film, and that promise that we talked about earlier. Speculation as to what was going to be going on is just completely destroyed. And you can argue that it's cheap of the director relying on visions as a narrative device in the first place, but that's nothing compared to the cheek of presenting a dream as reality. And while it's so obviously oh so easy for a trailer editor to use, it has such a deflating effect that they really should avoid it. Number 3. Avoid cross-cutting scenes. So no trailer trope is more overused than the Beat Ultra joke. You know, like a teaser's running along nicely, setting up the plot and introducing the characters and then, wham, the music stops and somebody says something funny, or at least it's meant to be something funny. And it's a fair enough marketing trick by itself, yet it gets readily abused. Comedies obviously do this multiple times in a trailer, usually to condition an audience to some of the bigger jokes in the film, but it's pretty prominent in movies that are not from that genre, leading to trailers becoming a mush of generic gags that make movies seem completely indiscernible from one another. But worst of all, too often are these funny moments actually just made up of two different moments and then twisted into a Frankenstein punchline. And to what end? If the movie doesn't have any quippy gags, then why are you pretending that it does? That terrible Fantastic Four reboot even uses the same shot of Kate Mara laughing as the framing for multiple cross-cutting jokes across several trailers, and none of them were actually funny because each of them were clearly constructed from three totally unrelated scenes. So I have to ask... What is the point? And it should be avoided. Number 2. We gotta stop with this one surprise marketing tactic. The criticism that movie trailers spoil far too much can seemingly be countered by a barrage of recent examples where secrets were kept tight up until release. Luke in Star Wars The Force Awakens, Dr. Man in Interstellar, the return of Jean, and Cyclops in X-Men Days of Future Past. They're all pretty cool moments that were kept on the down low, right? Well, yeah, that's very true. But you know what? What do these major surprises all have in common? They're all singular moments. One and done secrets against a backdrop that otherwise has been fully revealed. We're now at a point where movies have one allocated surprise that isn't shown explicitly, with everything else openly shown and discussed in the build up to the release. Now, there are exceptions to this, of course but it's definitely emerging as a hard and fast rule, perhaps in reaction to the rise of spoiler culture. But why does it need to be this way? Yes, it is nice to have a morsel of a surprise in the cinema, but wouldn't it be nicer to get a proper shock from a big movie? Even in Iron Man 3, which contained a shock so controversial that many years on it's still being heavily discussed, only really had that one ace up its sleeves. Everything else, bar the Mandarin twist, was out there from the start. And it shouldn't be like that. And number one, we just got to consult the director. It shouldn't be the case that after a particularly underwhelming trailer that the director, writer, or other key creative has to come out and reassure burnt fans that the movie is different to how it's being currently advertised. Now seriously, think about how ridiculous it is that Zack Snyder has to defend Batman vs Superman in the wake of a spoiler-ridden trailer, or that Simon Pegg shares fan bewilderment over the teaser of Star Trek Beyond, a movie that he wrote. Now while it's clear sometimes that distributors do work with the director on crafting the best marketing campaign possible, like... Brian Singer tweeted an image of him working on X-Men Apocalypse's trailer and The Force Awakens' entire campaign was meticulously planned with the cooperation of the always-secretive J.J. Abrams, but for the most part it feels that the film was just pawned off to the trailer editor who's given an incredibly vague brief and free reign to butcher whatever footage they want. Now it is understandable that in the lead-up to the release the director typically has more pressing concerns on their mind, but their knowledge of what tone the finished movie is going for and what big reveals should or should not be ruined is essential information for an editor as trailers become often as big as the movies themselves sometimes, it's only sensible that the directors get a little bit more involved, right? Botox Cosmetic, out toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. So, you've got an idea for a business. The store of your dreams. There's just one thing to figure out. Everything. That's why Shopify's all-in-one commerce platform makes it easy to sell online, in person, and everywhere else. Sell on social media,